Welcome to this fall ball post-game media edition of Talking Hoosier Baseball. I'm Carl James. Uh, Today is Sunday, September 18th, 2022. Uh, On Friday evening, the Indiana Hoosiers hosted Eastern Illinois in a 14-inning fall ball exhibition matchup. Uh, The Hoosiers were victorious by a score of 24-12. Chris Feeney and I caught up with head coach Jeff Mercer following the game. Wow, what a performance by uh, Devin Taylor tonight. So what 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 uh, what have you seen from him so far this fall, and how did that kind of translate in what he was able to accomplish tonight? You know, I was uh, I kind of talked to him for a moment there. I said, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty cool to watch him finally get to play. My first week at Indiana, uh, first week on the job, I, I went and um, I remember watching him when he was, I think it was in eighth grade at the time, and watching him play and, and started recruiting him as an, as an eighth grader and watched him be such a good player through through high school and and then to get to see him play out here today and have everyone else say that um, was just a pretty cool moment kind of the flashback of, of that whole uh, the history of that but you know you get players that are really talented players right and then you get players that are incredibly hard workers and um, not all not always you get the blend of both where you get a, a player that is very talented but works works like he's never accomplished anything and that's how Devin works. He, he just he's incredibly incredibly hard worker. He's really kind of latched on with a couple of those upper upperclassmen with Ellis and, and Glasser and those upper upperclassmen, and, and he's with them all the time. And so he does a really good job of, of staying in the middle of the field the other way, as, as we saw tonight. Um, and, and he settles in with two strikes and puts the ball in play. And um, you know he, he's he's worked really hard to pl- learn to play first base. He played a little bit of first base in high school, but not a ton. Was a primary outfielder and. You know, he comes in, the first fly ball is a high fly ball to left center. And, you, you know, um, it's, like I guess, your baptism by fire. The first pitch you're playing defense, he makes a really nice catch on it. And then played a terrific first base and has worked really hard over there at it. So he, he is, he's, he's very gifted and very talented. But I, I, I would be remiss to not uh, really applaud him for his incredible work ethic. And you just don't always see the combination of both from such a, a young, talented player. And he's got incredible parents, a great family, and, um, you know, he's he's competed. He played for the Midland Redskins for several years. I think when he was 16, he played up with Midland, um, and then obviously 17 years old as well. And so um, he, he was challenged and pushed, and he's risen to that occasion and, and came out and played great today. Speaking of a guy who uh, we know has a great family, a great upbringing, Josh Pine starts yeah. it off real big. Yeah. You know, talk yeah. about him a little bit, yeah. what you've seen from him in the offseason or early yeah. here in the fall. Yeah, you know, Josh – you have to commend him. He played with a with a leg injury for about the last half of the year last year, and was was really banged up. And so this summer, he he rehabbed and rested. And, and you know, our, our group, our training staff, and, and and the people, the medical department over there, did a wonderful job getting him healthy. And he's he's just uh, uh, I'm really happy for him to see him healthy. And you know, he's so tough. He's so competitive. And you saw him do some things today that kind of that next logical progression where he was able to really turn on some fastballs and leverage counts and, and put some good swings on it. Played great defense again, like, you know, it's kind of his trademark defense. And, um, you know, just he's really worked hard this summer. And it's, I'm really glad to see him healthy. We're in the past, at least in the falls, it's, it seems like your pitchers have generally been very fastball heavy. Yeah. Um, and that seemed to not be the case as much tonight. Yeah. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, it, it, it's, a gr- it's a great point. And we had, you know, five or six arms that aren't worked up yet. Um, and so we held those guys out today. They're all healthy, but just we, we don't want to work to their, their thresholds yet. So 
it was good to see so many young guys in there, and, and we really have tried to make an investment in recruiting to guys that have the pitch ability, to have three and four and five pitches and, and enforce those um, those traits, one, in recruiting, but also in the in the, the development early on. And that was an off-season point of emphasis for us um, to be able to really mix and force guys in situations that, you know, 2-0 change-ups and 2-1 break-on balls and, and really – um, not be so fastball dependent um, in, in their in their in their in their repertoire. So they, they did a really good job, especially for some of those young guys. You know, five or seven freshmen in there that haven't pitched before. So to see them go in there and, and really mix and, and be able to land multiple pitches um, was terrific. And then I thought they held the run game really really well. They've they've worked really hard to to do a better job of managing that and be comfortable with that, and, and they executed that as well. So yeah, it's a great point. We've Really tried to focus on the recruiting. You know, all, all of the guys that, that threw tonight weren't. Uh, you know, Craig was with the program last year but was injured. All those guys were, were, were new guys, and so we have tried to make it more of an emphasis on that recruiting. And then also um, really forcing that, they're pushing the tempo with, with their pitch selection in, in practice as well. Another change it seemed like for, at least for this, uh, you know, fall, playing games so early. Yeah. It seemed like you really wanted to do drills a lot more early on in the fall, and now here we are ready to fall ball yeah. game. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. It was a bit of a, a change of direction for us. One, we once we knew that we were going to return the majority of the offense, that we knew that there wasn't as much of a, a, a manicuring swings and changing swings. We knew those guys were going to be closer to ready to play. And then the reality is we felt like playing so early would help us um, to be able to set the tempo for the fall. Whether you win or you lose today, there's so much information that can be gained early on. And, and as a coach, your, your, your job is to set, set the standard and to, to be able to set the expectations. But if you can remove the impediment of not seeing it in real time, right, when we don't cover first base on the bunt, they score multiple runs. When we have misplays in the outfield with guys on base, they score multiple runs. And so when you do those things um, in practice, you, you roll the inning and you move on. And everyone kind of brushes to the side as, well, you know, there's Coach Mercer or Coach Glenn or Coach Simmons or somebody kind of being, you know, a meanie. It's like, no, it's there's, those things impact winning and losing. And so putting guys in the environment really early on, the, 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 the intent was to, uh, to to show those things to the guys and then to allow them to learn what's going to impact at a high level. And then they can go set their own standard and their own expectations. And it's not quite as, hey, just trust me or, hey, believe me. Um, it really is a, a matter of I've seen with my own two eyes I believe it, and now we can go have the rest of our fall. Instead of waiting through, you know, six or eight weeks of practice and then um, and, and then go play, whether you play well or not, you just you felt like we weren't utilizing um, the opportunities as well to, to kind of set the tone and, and how we want to play. Was it a conscious decision to go Division One for both fall games? Yes. Yeah, it was. Um, and, and we've put junior colleges in the past, and they've been great, um, but – Sometimes you can have some of the, the depth of the rosters. The pitching can be, um, you know, I, I, I want to be respectful because we played really, really good junior colleges. They've been terrific. Um, but I, I felt like it was important to, to make sure that we, we push ourselves as, as much as we could through the entirety of the day um, and, and to play guys. They have some really good players. They have a bunch of fifth and sixth-year guys and do some good arms. And, um, you know, you go out there and you make mistakes, they're, they're going to beat you. And, and, and they, they, did, they did exactly what, what we needed them to do. Um, as far as our players going out and competing against a good team and to, to put ourselves in situations where when you when you do those things, you get punished and, and you have to learn those things early on. And so, yeah, um, to bring a good team in and then to go to the next next week to go to Indiana State, it was important. We wanted to go on the road 
obviously Mitch Amos and the Indiana State program is terrific and to really challenge ourselves early on. And again, you succeed, you fail, whatever you do, but you learn a ton in the, in the, in the, in the, in the process. Um, one last thing, uh, Evan Goforth, uh, got a lot of time at second base. Yeah. Um, uh, and that's really kind of your one position that you're kind of changing over. So can yeah. you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I, I like the infield group. Um, uh, George Goody's not healthy yet, um, but he's another really good player. Uh, Tyler Cerny is a terrific young player. And then Evan, you know, Evan played really well for us last year and, and earned the opportunity to come out and, and start today and have the first crack at it. Um, and those guys are going to really push him. Evan's, you know, he's just, he's such a good kid. He's such a great student, a hard worker. He's a student of the game. Ian has elevated himself to becoming a really good player, um, but it, there will be a, a lot of competition for that. You know, I, I think you know, when you get some of those other guys, uh, Joe, uh, Joe Grinchwick, he's a, a really fine young player. They're going to push those guys in the middle, and, and yet yeah, you're right, second base is a is a uh, an open position for us. And, and I felt like he had the he deserved the first crack at it and played throughout throughout the entirety of the day. But um, those other guys are, are are really good players too. That concludes this media edition of Talking Hoosier Baseball. Uh, The Indiana Hoosiers will wrap up their fall ball slate in a road game against Indiana State in Terre Haute uh, Saturday at noon. Uh, We will be on hand. We'll have post-game after that game as well. Plus, uh, we'll try to keep you updated via social media in the meantime. Um, keep an eye on iubase.com for various developments as the fall progresses. Uh, even after that game, uh, the team will be doing a lot of intra-squad scrimmages and we'll try to bring you um, as much coverage as we can of how things are progressing uh, as the team prepares for a big 2023 spring. Uh, see you at the BART.